Goodbye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. All right, this is a very unique episode of my podcast. First and foremost, I'm actually going to send this to my mentor in exercise science. And Robert Banker, uh, BFF. So uh, sit back, relax. If you're Tom Spring, yeah, baby. That is actually... Matthew Thaddeus Derry, the pride of Sylvania, Ohio, who, when I was attending your classes, was on 105.1 Detroit Sports. How did I get to being in a position where Matt Derry and me are bros and he gives me free publicity? The same way I do everything. There is no substitute for working hard. There's no substitute for pushing the boundaries. And if this annoys you, I'm sorry, I love you. Honestly, you literally are the reason that I quit LA Fitness and started this entire company. And now, honestly, I am the only person who can do Radio in a podcast format, baby. Victoria is killing herself to be thin. Why are white women dying to be thin? Amid a jasmine-scented cloud of profound and haunting insights into the human condition. Wait, didn't I have another job and a whole educational experience before I started Gains Media? Listen, what kind of bitch you're being? You are now about to hear knowledge and truths that will change your life. You are now about to hear the most inspirational podcast that exists online. You are now listening to the show that's going to change your life. The Rob Diddy Podcast, presented by GainsMedia.com. Sabrina went on to become a sociologist at the University of California, Irvine, and wrote a whole book investigating these questions. If you were like me, you might have assumed that there was some moment in between Marilyn Monroe and Twiggy <laughs> in which, uh, right, suddenly, uh, whoop, we suddenly became fatphobic in those three years. But Sabrina started digging, looking at 19th century magazines like Harper's Bazaar, and what she found was troubling. Articles warning American women, well, middle class and upper class white women, they needed to watch what they eat. First and foremost, sorry. I have to do this. Honestly, there's one single thing. All right, this is the monologue. This is the opening, baby. Look, it doesn't matter if you are on screen with somebody who was on the radio in Detroit. It doesn't matter if you, uh, bro, it does not matter at all if you're on the picture on the podcast app. First and foremost, 
all that matters is that you give 100% after the podcast is recorded. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am sorry to uh, Diesel and Fifth God if this comes off as all political me, but ladies and gentlemen, let us get back to what I went to school for. Let us get back to exercise science. Let's go through. Let's chop it up. Let's break down the way the body converts foods into energy. Let's break down muscle contractions. Let's break down ATP, adrenazine, triphosphate. Or as Matt Derry would say, adrenazine triphosphate. Dan. All right, let's go back to normal. I know a lot of you have uh, thought that maybe just because you are doing well at sales, whether it's in fitness membership, maybe you opened your own gym in one area. Hey, Maybe you just were the number one personal training sales department. I'm sorry. Stand back and stand by. I've been building on this since I quit LA Fitness Bloomfield Hills. The time is now. I honestly have always been coming for the throne. I just had to master the skills. And also, let's be real. I've created a sports podcasting network. I'm here. And I always was coming back to compete. Because truthfully, I uh, had this vision all along. So, uh, it's okay. See, uh, Instagram cool you get one uh one genre of people you uh have a physical location but people across the country are subscribed to gains media on all platforms yeah baby honestly whether it's politics sports technology reviews they already have subscribed to my content. The entire platform is laid out. Dude, 100 people in an hour viewed an article on Jim Harbaugh today. I'm already winning, baby. So I just want to say the plan all along was to return to exercise science. Now, let us get into this. Also, what I want to say is, you know, I actually am self-conscious when I listen to my own podcast. I'm trying to make sure that the bone disease I grew up with and the dentures that I got Shout out Reba Faith. 
you're a pimp. They make this uh, uh, sound effect when I'm in between talking or like when I'm talking. Sorry, baby. So if I can come through that, honestly, I do video, I do audio podcasts. There's no point in doing a video podcast because truthfully, if I'm going to go over a half hour, the following's not there yet. I can do a 30 minute audio podcast and it gets listened to. Basically, as we wrap up this monologue, let me just say this. I have built relationships and have been presented challenges by people who make more money and have more influence than anything I ever dealt with at LA Fitness, except they were people that were getting sold to. Do you uh, really think that uh, the vice president of personal training gets any real traction? So uh, while you uh, think that you are living up to your goals and everything you ever set out for, dude, the entire concept of being a personal trainer is not about getting flush with cash. What is being a personal trainer? A personal trainer is somebody who is a trusted authority on exercise. Why the fuck do you think we have this NPR and this woman who apparently is giving out nutritional and health advice on diets and losing weight and she's a sociologist. No exercise science experience at all. It is because you have literally pissed on the very foundation of what it means to be a personal trainer. Yeah, go ahead. Throw up how much you've sold. You've ruined the entire, entire personal training profession. You're a disgrace. Go ahead. Get at me, baby. The fact of the matter is this. Personal trainers are someone who takes someone and safely guides them through exercises and corrects their form and builds a relationship with that person. Truthfully, people nowadays can go online and get workout plans. They can watch videos. Do you know why they keep coming back? It's the relationship. It's the wisdom and experience and consistent development in their health and wellness goals. It overalls a person. You know, it doesn't come without a set of challenges. There might be things like people telling them that it's racist to diet. There might be distant and uncertain challenges that they cannot meet. But a personal trainer's wisdom experiences are always in constant development. But it's clear that they have the tools to help the client to dream build and live the life and their health and wellness goals they desire. While it's exciting to uh, be told that you have a really exciting program and we have great goals for you. 
you have to be prepared. You know, there are things that are going to come along the path. There are issues that may tend to push your mind against or make you think, hey, there's an easier path. There's things that are more exciting and opportunities that come across. In order to achieve success, it's important that these challenges are faced head on and dealt with accordingly. That's what a personal trainer can do. Just being a salesperson, you're not I mean, think about it. You just uh, tell people how you have an exciting program that can do everything they ever wanted, but you're gone after that. You are on to the next one. You're focused on creating sales and commission for yourself based upon a small pool of potential clients. Imagine what it would be like if you could reach the masses. It was all pretty amusing, easy to mock, but it was basically harmless. About If you ever given money to the Sierra Club hoping they'd, I don't know, protect the Sierras, you get it too. So everywhere in this country, formerly respectable organizations seem to have gone off the deep end. So uh, let's end the rant, the monologue. And uh, this is how I discovered that N, no, it's like this, NPR, all things considered, all things considered. Play some soft music and uh, talk about how this country is racist and how a non-binary Asian and how everything that we do is based upon racism, discrimination, and pitting everyone against each other, baby. First up is a segment about dieting, and that seems like a sensible topic. Obviously, the country could use some help dropping weight, particularly with COVID in the air. But NPR doesn't run straightforward segments anymore on anything. So it never occurred to them to air a feature about how to rid yourself of extra Christmas pounds. No, a segment like that would be racist. It has nothing to do with equity or marginalized communities. So instead, here's how NPR approached dieting. Listen. I am a Chinese-American non-binary therapist and psychologist and DEI consultant. Chang specializes in research and treatment of eating disorders within marginalized communities in the Bay Area. They say decoupling from diet culture is often eye-opening and also uncomfortable. <laughs> decoupling from diet culture. Are you following this? By the way, you can't even have a conversation without certain prerequisites. If you're going to talk about dieting on NPR, you're going to need a Chinese-American non-binary therapist and psychologist and DEI consultant to do it. A mere nutritionist won't cut the mustard. Any of this? So here's NPR National Public Radio telling you that your weight has nothing to do with your health. It's decoupled, as they might say, from your health. And if you think otherwise, you're engaging in fat phobia. And that means you, Mr. American, must ignore the COVID numbers, the numbers that suggest being overweight is in fact a major risk factor for death. In fact, the biggest risk factor for death among the young. But keep in mind those statistics compiled by white men. The real problem with being fat, says NPR, is that you're constantly being oppressed by racist diet culture. 
and a lot of their personal writing focuses on navigating the world as fat. Take airplanes, restaurants, movie theaters. Entry is limited to an assumed body size. We might consider basic accommodations like doorways or seatbelts as value neutral, but that only shows us how much diet culture has influenced the design of our world. So while earlier I was reading from the uh, Q5 lifestyle method, shout out to Matt Derry. Now, uh, will this podcast get more views than the uh, fifth chapter or Locked on Lions with me just reading out of the exercise physiology book? Tom Springs bestowed upon me in 2015. Yeah, obviously. All right, so let us begin. So, we are in the ACSM's resources for the personal trainer to start out. We are going to address cardiovascular health and wellness because a if anything robert banker is an exercise science professional when i uh, started the exer- no no hold on when i began that la fitness career and renim said you're not a train no hold up you're not a trainer anymore. You're a manager. And Anthony Bragg was like, Yeah, man. You're a manager. You're not a trainer. You have great potential. It hurt. Because I spent, what, 40K? On becoming a personal trainer. So, if we are going to break down motivation, the life method and how you should never let anyone degrade your beliefs and your values in your profession it's cool like hey i want to be a salesperson because i'm a manager i get calls from the vice president, the regional vice president knows who I am. Side note, do you really think that uh, you're doing your entire education and the money you spent, the hours, justice, because you've decided to be a salesperson a salesperson can literally just be a homeless person who walks into somewhere and sells their soul and decides, yeah, man, I want to do this. So let's get into it. All right. So screening and risk classification. You have to screen people. There is... A certain professional standard. As an exercise professional, you should consider multiple issues when screening clients. I mean, 
What if somebody has a heart attack or a pre-existing condition? But I just sold them a $420 a month plan and made $200 commission and posted it and everyone's liking it and telling me good job. That is bullshit. The fact of the matter is this. There are guidelines. You need to consider that that person is spending money on you and your people in order to change their life. And why would you want to consider the health, fitness, and functional benefits that come from regular exercise? Well, my friend, a client's risk of sudden cardiac death and acute myocardial infraction, infarction, infarction, can arise during exercise. That is why we conduct pre-screenings, aka VO2 max, why we run them through tests and assess their HR and what their current physical conditioning is. Now, the whole purpose of this is that when I started my first training job at the Livonia Y, I was told that it didn't really matter. All that mattered was giving the client the workout they wanted. If somebody wanted to be pushed hard, like an overweight woman who had no physical conditioning and she wanted to be pushed that if I didn't give her that I was failing and that I needed to push people harder well the fact of the matter is this I compromised what I learned in school and getting into this I was told at both locations to not break down the screening process. I didn't need to worry about risk classifications, health history evaluations, and related assessments, medical clearance of health or referral. I got yelled at because I told a guy who had a heart attack a month before to bring me doctor's clearance. I was told that, hey, it doesn't matter. But when uh a kid passed out during an assessment that my VP taught me to do. I was devastated. So uh, the fact of the matter is this. Exercise is not racist. Truthfully, every single person has an optimal body fat percentage and a BMI. The best way to measure optimal health is through assessments like their VO2 max, their squat assessment, seeing how they move, a functional movement screen, and putting them through tests that give you an overall assessment of how their physical health is. Their cardiovascular, aka their ability to take in oxygen and convert it to adrenazine 
triphosphate. And truthfully, this is why I built Gaines Media. I can literally create an exercise science personal trainer platform. I can actually appeal. No, hold up. I get paid by people to increase their Google search engine presence because Gaines Media was seen by 90,000 people in the last year. And most of that was me not knowing what I was doing. Also, I accidentally deleted my website and uh, my YouTube channel has 600,000 views. So let's be real. It actually does not matter how much you want to be in a physical gym location. COVID changed the game. People do not want to go out. And with Omicron and everything else, people do not want. Truthfully, me, myself. All right, look at every single Facebook post and how I was obsessed with exercise science and how it was my profession. Dude, I haven't worked out in like a year because I am in a small environment. Secondly, I do not want to drop a weight on my cat. I love my cat. She's my best friend. And uh, we do not have the space for me to have body weight or physical fitness participation. So now I get to go from being semi-fat. I already have the skinny to buff pictures. This is the truth. You can have a job in a physical gym location. You only appeal to the people in that area. Truthfully, there is an entire world that searches for fitness and exercises at home. You don't think that wealthy people, people who have bread, are afraid to go to the gym. And uh, by the way, selling memberships to the gym and pitching a bullshit gym as the hold up we have the best fitness trainers we have the best exercise equipment when there's like padding breaking down the entire game has changed stand back and stand by because i'm taking over <laughs>